This week's episode is sponsored by Smart Home. Looking to simplify your life? Whether it's planning your week or just remembering where your appointments are, Smart Home can help with that. They provide everything from personal assistance like Google Home or Alexa to automated lighting systems and security cameras like Ring for your home. Their products are affordable, easy to program devices that communicate over your home's existing wiring and over radio frequency signals. That means that your appointments are always remembered and that your house is always safe. As a thank you for listening to our podcast, you can use the discount code NERD10, that's N-E-R-D-1-0, at checkout for 10% off on their website, smarthome.com. You can follow them at Smart Home on Instagram and at Smart Home Inc. on Twitter. Hey, it's Alana McCready, and you're listening to my episode of Pop Nerd Lounge. Welcome to Pop Nerd Lounge, the podcast that shares the stories of creatives to inspire our listener. I'm your host, Steph Pham. My guest today is honing her craft in Nashville, Tennessee. Her latest single, Something Like That, is out now. We not only talk about her single, but we talk about things like balancing different interests as a creative. For example, she not only grew up loving and performing music, but she had a sports background. We also talk about things like having patience and learning the value of patience. And we also talk about her upcoming EP, which is super exciting. I had a blast talking to this wonderful guest for our finale, so you know what time it is. Grab your favorite beverage, relax, sit back, and listen to my conversation with Alana McCready. Welcome to Pop Nerd Lounge. My guest today is Alana McCready. Alana, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. I have a little bit of an icebreaker for us. If you could pick your own personal opening act to join you on a tour, who would you choose? Oh my gosh. That's so hard. I feel like all the people that I would want to play shows with, I would probably be opening for them. But if you had the power, if you had the power and be like, you know what, this is who I would want to tour with. Who would you choose? Oh my gosh. To tour with? I mean, ultimate tour goals would be Carrie Underwood, obviously. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Carrie Ultimate tour goals. Yes. Fellow Oklahoma. I love Carrie There you go. My mom's from Oklahoma, so. nice. Nice. I I think I read (laughs) that in your bio. So yeah. Love to see it. Now, you've been singing since you were two or three years old. Why was singing such a familiar way of communicating for you? Um, I think that it was my parents, honestly. My my parents are big music people. Um, my mom's obviously a big country music person from being in Oklahoma. So I was listening to that and like just on road trips when I was younger, my brother and I'd be in the back and my parents, even to this day, my parents play this game where they'll put on, you know, on Sirius, they have all of these all the different uh, decades stations and more on road trips, they would put them on and then quiz each other. I'd be like, who is this? And then like quiz each other who it is. And then like the lyrics and like, you know, sing along with it. So I grew up with all of that, with every genre and every decade. And even to this day, we still play that game in the car as a family. And so I feel like, that it just sort of became like a part of me. And I think that's why even now I still listen to everything. I listen to all genres from every year. And so I'm so grateful that 
my parents were so, you know, into music because then, you know, listening to that stuff, I would copy it and like teach myself how to sing. <laughs> right. And I, and I think that helps create our, what our sonic signature is whenever we decide what, how we want to become as an artist, because you take different diverse musical tastes and you kind of pick and choose what you like from it and you kind of mold it into your own. You went to the University of Wisconsin-Madison and was a part of the women's hockey team. How did you manage your duties as a teammate, a college student, and an aspiring musician? Because that's a lot on one's plate. It's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. I think I started learning how to juggle all of that in like middle school, high school, even, even in middle school and high school, I was the only athlete who was also in choir. And so it was very like school didn't even know what to do, like scheduling conflicts. They're like, we've never had to figure out if the hockey schedule matched up with the chorus schedule ever before. And so I was having to just juggle all of that from a young age, being in musicals and plays and then also practice and, you know, triple A teams and games and tournaments and all the things. And so it sort of became, it was like fun for me. I'm like, okay, so yeah, if I can make it here and then I can get there, I can get, I would be literally putting on my hockey equipment, like in the car, in the back seat on the way to stuff and just, it's just like fun. It's like, this is my life. These are the things I love to do. And so you just make it work. I think that just makes you an adaptable creative too. Cause usually creatives, they're used to balancing multiple things, but in their own craft, but you were juggling things in different areas of interest. And I think, yeah, you just kind of learn to mold to whatever your needs are. Yeah. And I, I love it too, because it's such a, you know, most people don't, don't do both types of things. Most people aren't in like a musical situation and a sports situation. And so I think it really helped me socially as well, because I had, even to this day, I have so many friends from different areas of life and that have different interests. And I love being able to just like all around. Correct me if this question doesn't make any sense, but as someone who's experienced as an athlete, would you say that there's an athleticism in music and would you say that there's creativity in sports? Yeah, absolutely. I actually had someone ask me a question similar to this um, a couple weeks ago, you know, asking if there's any like carryover from one to the other. And absolutely. I mean, when you're playing, you know, when you're touring, you're playing three, four hours shows a night in, you know, heels on stage, you're sweating, you're, you know what I mean? It's a workout. Like you get done and I'm like, whoa, my Apple watch is like, have a seat. But, and so, but then even in hockey too, it's, the, I think it's more of the mental aspect of it. I was a goalie. So I'm sitting back here and I'm having to, especially if it's a game where I'm not getting a lot of action, I'm having to entertain myself. <laughs> And, you know, like make up things like I would literally just make up songs and sing to myself in my helmet, which got weird in college because we were mic sometimes. And then they were like, what are you doing? But I definitely think that there's a carryover, especially being an independent artist, having the athletic mentality of being being your own motivator and having to you know do everything on your own and be mentally tough in this industry which is such a roller coaster 
being able to stay strong mentally in those times, I think being an athlete, if I wasn't an athlete and didn't have that experience in that type of mental environment, I don't think I would be where I am for sure. You know, there's definitely, like you said, that there's definitely a carryover. And you were talking about, I feel like that there's a sense of discipline whenever you're both an athlete and a creative, because sometimes creatives, we like to have structure, but we also like to go with the flow. You learn about being there for yes. uh, showing up, yeah. essentially. You learn about showing up when you're both an yeah. athlete and a creative. And, and no one is going to do it for you, like in both. No one is going to practice for me you know, no one's kind of book a show, you know what I mean? It's just, and I think to the pressure, um, of being in high stakes situations, you know, in hockey, I'm a, I'm a goalie. So if it gets past everyone, I'm the last line of defense. So that pressure has, I've always known that pressure. And then, you know, in music, yeah, I have a whole band on stage, but it's my name. And so if something happens, you know, it's on me. Now, reading your bio, there was this one part that really caught my attention, and it's where you asked Dan Hodges if he believed that you should be doing music or not. And if an inspiring musician asked you the same question, what would you tell them? You know, that's very hard. (laughs) I was, you know, that was the, when I asked him that, that was the first time that I had ever recorded anything. Um, And... I was prepared for either answer. So I think, I guess that would be my, my advice is prepare yourself for both. Like try and prepare yourself if someone's going to reject you and know how you're going to react either way. Because if you don't like people, I mean, you'll, people will go into it. You'll go into a tailspin, (laughs) you know, and that's the last thing you want. So if you kind of are like, okay, well, if I go in here and, this person says, you know, no to me, what am I going to do? Or if they say yes to me, what am I going to do? I think going through all those scenarios ahead of time is probably the best advice I could give. And it's excellent advice because we, we, we get told all the time, you know, be prepared to get a lot of no's in this industry. And we do, we do get a lot of no's in this industry, but no one ever really says, oh yeah, be prepared whenever they say yes to you. I don't think we ever experienced like, yeah, somebody telling us, Hey, yeah, be ready for the one they say yes. And that's when the real shock comes in like, oh yay. Now that they say yes, now what's next? And so, yeah, like, I think it's a, I think it's a good piece of advice to be prepared for both situations. Yeah, I don't want to be in a room and someone says yes to me and I'm like, uh, <laughs> you know, like, oh my God. I want to be able to respond as if someone has said yes to me before. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's talk about your music. You have your single, something like that. I was reading the description of your song and it contained the phrase unfiltered truth, which I really loved that phrasing for some reason. But when music can be clouded with rose colored glasses, what inspired you to speak honestly through your music? I think so. This will be this is like my third project. This EP that we're working on right now is my third project. And my first two projects, I obviously they're my babies. I love them, but I think I was still trying to figure out who I am as a songwriter and exactly how I want my music to come across, which 
I mean, as a songwriter, that's going to be happening for you for the rest of your life. Like, you know, you know, it's, if you're not growing as a songwriter, like you think you're not growing or you are done learning, then that's not a thing. But, um, I think that this project is the first time that I think every song on it is authentically me and exactly who I am as an artist and how I want people to hear my music and hear my lyrics. And so I think that's what makes me the most excited. And I, you know, recently, you know, Carly Pierce's EP, you know, she's very raw and honest and with her lyrics. And I feel like if I can talk about this stuff and be that way with the people around me in person, there's no reason I shouldn't be able to do it in my music. I, yeah, I like that because in music, sometimes you there is a question as a listener, whether you're getting two personalities, the person that is singing the music and the person that's actually, you know, their everyday persona or whatever. And so closing that gap, I think just makes it more relatable. And you feel like you're listening to a person rather than you're listening to somebody else's story, if that makes any sense. Exactly. No, exactly. And that's what I wanted this whole project to be. I I have said it a few times. I think this is definitely the most relatable music I've ever put out or I'm going to put out. And that makes me so proud. And when people, especially even just something like that is the first single off of it. And the amount of people that have been like, oh my gosh, you know, I just was talking about this kind of thing with my friend the other day. Well, like those are the best compliments. Hey nerds, thank you for sticking around with us. We hope you're enjoying the episodes so far. We're always looking to improve the show, so any and all feedback you can give us is greatly appreciated. We're also constantly on the lookout for creatives to feature, so if you think you'd be perfect or know someone we should speak to, let us know. We can be reached over on our contact page at popnerdlounge.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of the episode. Finding self-worth is something as hard as a creative person, but also as just a human being. And for somebody who's struggling with that journey, what would you tell them? I think as hard as, I mean, it's obviously easier said than done, but not letting other people determine who you are or who you should be based off of what they think you should be. And I feel like in our industry, especially as a woman in our industry, there's a lot of times where, you know, people will be like, well, you're not going to make it unless you are in this, you know, little box or unless you have these certain things and there's room for all of us. And so I feel like just making sure that you're not letting people peel away pieces of what make you who you are. I think that, yeah, that's brilliant because this industry does have a way of wanting to take bits of your identity. The thing that makes you authentically who you are. like So that you fit in like whatever they're trying to, trying to do. And, and I feel like it's, it's starting to happen more and more where the people, the authentic people are breaking through And it's so refreshing. And so I'm like, please let that continue. Because why do I want to hear the same person on the radio all day long? 
Right. Like sometimes we want all the fun pop jams, but all the, at the same time, we, we want to hear all the things that we're going through in life right now, too. If Billie Eilish wants to talk about a breakup, let me listen to it so I can, exp- I can vent my feelings. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Like, let me be in my feelings, which is why there's room for all of us. And there should be no reason why everyone can't be heard. You have an EP on the horizon. Uh, What was something challenging about the creation of the EP that made you glad it's a completed project? Um, Well, we wrote all of them during quarantine. So that was interesting. (laughs) Um, I'm, I'm glad that it's, I'm glad that it's done because I'm so excited about it. Um, as we were making the music, every song that we did just like made me more and more excited. And so now that I'm getting the mixes back and the masters back, I'm just like, oh my gosh. Because it's it gets to the point where now that I hear them, I'm like, okay, I want to release them tomorrow. Like, let's, I just want to like put them out tomorrow. And it's obviously not how it works. <laughs> so I'm, like, I'm like talking to my team. I'm like, okay. I'm just obsessed with them. Like, I can't just sit here and just sit on these. Like, can we just release it tomorrow? They're like, no. I'm like, okay. We have a schedule. I know. I'm like, fine. That's why you're in charge. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, when you're watching or listening to one of your idols, what is the first thing that you notice that they do well? Um, I think being concise. Like, if it's someone in the studio... Um, or your recording being concise uh, and determined about what you want your music to sound like. I feel like those people that I look up to, I've seen on multiple occasions them recording or something and hearing something and then knowing immediately it's not what they wanted or immediately it is what they wanted. And I feel like it takes so much time and just practicing your you know, what you're doing and knowing who you are as an artist to be able to know something like that, you know, that quick. And so I think that's something I strive for, especially, you know, getting like the mixes back and stuff of music. Every time I do it, I'm like, okay, I want to be able to listen to this and know exactly what it is, what's in it that I love. That's me and exactly what's not and be able to express that. Ooh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> and that, yeah, like that. And that in itself is what I love about um, people who are hands on in the creative process, because like you, you are putting in the effort and the work to make it sound like you like this is what you want in your vision coming out because sometimes you don't know how involved the artist was and so just the fact that you want to be hands-on and involved from point a to point b it just it makes it i guess like the listening experience that much more rewarding whenever you hear like that you can tell that the artist put a hundred percent of their handprint on the project yeah and i think too you know when you're when it's being created or when I'm making it, I think that's why I'm so excited about this music because I was a part of it from start to finish and the people that are involved in it, you know, Will and Sterling and like basically the three of us, I mean, the three of us wrote and produced this whole project. Like, And so they know me so well. And so I think working with people that know you so well 
is really helpful too, because even things that I might miss, they'll be like, "Mm, I don't think that's you or Alana, this is so your vibe or whatever. And so I think that really helped as well to get that perspective, outside perspective, but of people that know who I am. Music is an ever-changing industry. What's something that, what's something new that you learned this year? Um, I learned that um, I don't like not being on tour. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think a lot of people heard that, but yeah. <laughs> um, no, I this year especially I learned that patience, even though it's such a fast-paced industry. Um, patience is key just like you know me I'm like I just want to just want to release this music right now and I feel like learning to be patient and that there's a process and the process works and to just trust it and trust the people that I have around me because they're amazing and they know what they're doing I sometimes have difficulty like delegating or letting other people be in charge and I think that comes I mean comes back to like probably a whole host of things in life but like you know (laughs) but I think you know knowing that the people that I have around me are amazing and have my best interest at heart just like kind of letting it just being able to focus on the music and letting it go all the other stuff go like I don't need to be I need to know what's going on but I don't need to be in charge of it and being okay with that (laughs) oh goodness gracious I I know how tough that is because as a creative like I've always been at the helm of whatever I'm putting my creative stamp on like my podcast and so I know at some point if my show ever grew to whatever links that I'm going to have when not if when when you got a girl. When, when my show goes to uh, greater links, uh, I know I'm going to have to turn the keys over to other people to uh, delegate tasks, like you said. And it's going to be hard for sure. Cause I'm like, no, I want to edit my show. I know the way I like it, but like, I know it's so hard, but knowing that people are experiencing this and you hire them for a reason, or you're partnering them with them for a reason, it'll help relieve some of the pressure off your shoulders. So that way you can focus on what you want to put your stamp on whenever it comes to the project so yeah it's a hard thing to learn but absolutely I'm a perfectionist I'm I'm a Capricorn so I like to like <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like no breathe let, let them have, have it. Yeah, exactly exactly yeah. well a lot of you've been such a delight to talk to I can't believe I'm at my last question for you and it is what is the biggest pro of being an independent musician um, creative control and just control in general, I think, um, with how you're projected to people, your social media, how you come across to people, you can say whatever you want, you can release whatever type of music you want, um, whenever you want. (laughs) And, I think that's probably the one, I mean, there's obviously pros and cons to, to both being independent and being with a label, but I feel like with social media and that's how the world is today, I feel like that gap gets closer and closer of the differences, but I think just having creative control and knowing that I'm going to make music and no one's going to be like, "Mm, that doesn't fit the vision we see for you. So you can't release it or something like that. I would just, I would just hate to have someone say that to me 
not to say that I wouldn't love to be signed to a label, but (laughs) as far as this specific question, I think that is definitely one of the current pros of being an independent artist. Well, Alana, I'm going to turn the floor over to you and you can tell our listener where they can find you on social media and where they can find your music and stream something like that if they wanted to. (laughs) So I'm going to turn the floor over to you and you can plug away to our listeners. Oh, not so shameless plug. So my socials, everything is Alana McCready music across the board, nice and simple for everybody. And then all the same information will be on my website, alanamccready.com. And my Instagram bio, Facebook bio, all of that has the links to something like that on every platform. And yeah, the EP is coming soon. So if follow me on Instagram and Facebook and I do updates all the time. And yeah, I'm excited. We're excited too, Alana. Thank you so much for speaking with me. You've been an absolute rock star. Guys, if you knew (laughs) the little like rumpy start that we had to this, but like we made it and it was such a rock star conversation. I'm so glad I got to talk to Alana. Thank you so much for speaking with me. Thank you so much for having me. Special thanks to Alana McCready for being this week's guest. Since it is our season 10 finale, I just want to say a special thank you to all of our guests. This season has just been incredible, and I am so grateful that you guys share your stories to let our listeners know that they're not alone and that their dreams are valid. With our guests, I want to say a special thank you to all of the PR firms and management teams that we have corresponded with to make these podcast episodes happen. So if you're with Aristo PR, Dead Horse Branding, Fearless PR, Icon PR, Warner Records, Atlantic Records, basically anybody who has just reached out to us to have their artists on our show. We are so eternally grateful that you trust us enough to share your artist stories and a massive thank you to all of our listeners. There wouldn't be a show if there weren't ears on the other side of this conversation. So thank you guys for tuning in and for letting us continue our show and our podcast and finally i just want to say thank you to my producing partner v co can you believe we made it to 10 seasons just think about where we started from and where we are now i'm so grateful that you have been by my side all this time we hope that you have enjoyed this season and we look forward to giving you season 11 so with that see you on the other side popner lounge is executive produced by steph fan and v co Vico serves as the creative director and Steph Pham serves as the host and editor. To learn more about Popner Lounge, visit our website at popnerlounge.com. You can follow us on all social media at Popner Lounge. That's it for this week's episode. I hope you tune in next time for another conversation with a fellow creative. I'm your host, Steph Pham. <laughs>